What's up, everybody? Here we are again at the Energy is Love podcast. I love doing it. Everything about this experience has been amazing. I love the people that I'm getting to meet. My favorite part is we've got listeners in Hungary, Romania, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Russia, New Zealand, Colombia, Canada. All these different countries are starting to pop up where people are tuning in and listening and downloading the episodes. And that's incredible. I absolutely love that aspect of it. So thank you, everybody out there. That listener out there in Hungary, thank you. That guy in New Zealand, I appreciate it. Columbia, I sure hope you understand what I'm saying because I don't speak Spanish, but thank you for listening. We have to thank our sponsors for the podcast, Crystal Water Float Spa located in Tooele, Utah. Go online and find them, crystalwaterfloat.com. Go on Facebook and find them. Their Facebook is Crystal Water Float Spa. Crawl in that tank of salt water, lay back and relax. Heal your mind, your body, your spirit, your soul. Spiritually, it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me, and I love that I get to float. And I love that I get a float at Crystal Water Float Spa. So go check him out. We also got to thank the Bryman. The Bryman's been sponsoring small businesses for the past 10 years. And the podcast wouldn't be what it is today without the Bryman. Become a sponsor of the show. Contact us. Email us at energyislovepodcast at gmail. Or go online to our Facebook page, Energy is Love Podcast. Let us know. We want to help. We want to get your message out. We want to spread the word that you've got to share. We want to expand everybody's mind and everybody's experiences. So come be a sponsor of the show. Contact us and find out more information. If you want to donate money to the podcast, we have a GoFundMe set up. You can either go to GoFundMe.com, search us out, or just go to our Facebook page where we've got it linked. Next month, we're going to be devoting an entire episode to your questions. So if you've been listening and enjoying the podcast. Maybe some things have been kind of percolating in the back of your mind. Now's the time to reach out. Contact us. Let us know what questions you have. Go online to our Facebook page and message us. Or if you want to email us those questions, you can do that as well. I think my wife's actually going to sit down with me for that episode and We'll talk a little bit about our journey and our experience and the way that we work with energy. We're professional, intuitive energy practitioners. And so now's your chance to get some of those energy-related, spirituality-related, floating-related questions out there. And my wife and I will sit down and answer all of them. And that'll be a really fun episode. I'm looking forward to that. We love doing the Energy is Love podcast. We love our listeners. We love the fact that we're all across the globe now. Whatever episode's coming up, you guys are going to enjoy it. I guarantee it. The podcast for what? The universe On today's episode of the Energy is Love podcast, episode number 14, I have the wonderful opportunity of interviewing and sitting down with Paradiso and Rasa Mai. They're a husband and wife team that travel the country performing their wonderful, amazing sound healing. They do concerts and events. They travel 40 weeks out of the year all across the uh, United States. When I heard that they were coming to Salt Lake City, I wanted to sit down with them, and luckily they had time. So we sat down and did the interview before their concert that evening in Salt Lake. It was a really wonderful experience for me. They have some really amazing things that they do. Uh, If you're not familiar with sound healing, make sure you go to their website, onlinesoundhealing.com. They also have several multiple award-winning albums that they put out under their own recording label, which is Fifth Element Music. And together they do just the most magical, amazing music. You can find some of their stuff online. You can find them on YouTube. Go to their Facebook page. It's also online sound healing. Make sure at the end of the episode you stay tuned because the music that we'll be playing at the end of the episode is actually a sample of their music. So when you're done listening and when you're done learning all about their amazing gifts and all the things they do, then you get the opportunity to get a little sneak peek and listen to one of their songs. And I promise you, you're going to enjoy it. So thank you everybody for listening and thank you everybody for supporting the podcast. Sit back and relax and enjoy this episode with Paradiso and Ross Mai. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the Love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is love. 
energy is love podcast the podcast for the universe the energy is love podcast what's up everybody here we are again with the energy is love podcast i have two special guests sitting down with me today and i'm going to butcher their names most likely throughout the podcast so you have to bear with me but it's paradiso and his wife rasa Mai, right perfect thank you excellent um these folks are in town today performing a concert at the Center for Spiritual Living. I'm really excited to talk to you because I've seen all of your guys' stuff online. Um, I've heard about you from Chad, but you guys obviously can do better than me explaining exactly what it is that you do. I know you guys do sound healing, but it's so much more than that. So take a couple of minutes, each of you, if you would, and explain to me what you guys do. Well, it is really hard to explain because, (laughs) yes, it is sound healing, but it's more an activation. Um that a lot of people um, are doing sound baths, but we're more in activation. People are sitting upright. And during these sessions, um, some people call them concerts or sessions, that people do experience many different things. Uh, People have seen different lifetimes letting go, uh, physical pain, other things that we can't even talk about yeah stuff that's even hard to put into words or we we're not allowed to okay we fundamentally operate from the principle that we are all one that the one is divine mm-hmm. and that it is our divine birthright to enter into a state of perfect wellness on all levels physical emotional spiritual that in fact we are already that we just need to remove some layers of belief that are separating us from an experience of that and that is our fundamental intention for the sound sessions is to help people remember and more fully embody the infinite beings that they already are Sound is really the perfect tool for that because sound is the means by which the divine uh, created this entire material (laughs) reality. And of course, that which created all that is can transform all that is. So people can walk out with literally any benefit that you could imagine and then some. I bet. I bet. And then you guys, obviously, as the people putting on this session, what do you guys call it? Do you call it a concert? Do you call it a session? What do you guys call it? Um, I call it a sound healing concert. Uh Um, Rasamaya likes to say session. Session is more relatable for most people. When we're talking to our beloveds, I usually say making our offering. Yeah. And then you guys get the added benefit. I can't even imagine what it's like to perform that, to put that on, to hold that space for everybody sitting before you. Tell me a little bit about what it is like for you guys as the, I don't know, performer's not even the right word, that conduit for that vibration, for that energy, for that sound. Well, it's really fantastic for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're on the road 40 weeks out of year. <laughs> so you can say- Where are you guys from? Where do you guys, where do you guys call home when you're not out traveling? Originally from California, mm-hmm. but now- our home base is Kansas City, Missouri, smack in the middle of the United States. <laughs> Heart center uh-huh. of this beautiful there country. You and you said you're out traveling 40 weeks out of the year? Correct. And you can say we get quite tired at times because, you know, loading in all the equipment every day. 
and you know it takes a yeah toll. yeah road trips are great but not when it's 40 weeks out of the year i'm sure and we call it the chop wood, carry water portion of the service, <laughs> where we get to be in our human selves yeah. in roadie mode. And then when we transform into making our offering, mm -hmm. then certainly we benefit at least as much as anyone in the audience because we're closest to these really divine instruments. We are receiving the most direct frequency. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about some of the instruments that you guys play. Well, I am on the girls' side of the stage. <laughs> You've got the feminine energy there. That is correct. Um, you know, in virtually every sound session, I do like to explicitly state that we do relate to the bowls as being primarily feminine because it is the nature of a bowl to be a container. Hmm. And a container is symbolic of the womb and the divine feminine. And... These are some really beautiful girls that I work with. Um, people often, when they walk into the room, are <gasps> gasping <laughs> in astonishment at the beauty before them because I have a rainbow of bowls. Mm -hmm. um, and not, you know, a traditional rainbow, but there are a great many astral colors represented because these are crystal singing bowls that have been infused with different gems minerals and metals yeah so i have a diamond bowl and a 24 karat gold bowl and morganite and a zestolite and imperial topaz and selenite and tanzanite and i could keep on listing <laughs> but they are so beautiful because you can actually see the expression of the different crystals um in the, bowl in the visual aspect of the bowl and of course, the greater benefit, even though we all love admiring beauty, don't we? <laughs> but uh, the greater benefit is that every time any one of those bowls is invited to sing, you are literally activating not just the healing energetic of quartz crystal, which is the generalist of the family, yeah. but the specialist. So... Azaz Talite is the angelic chorus, and citrine is the great cleanser, and tanzanite is an ascension activator. And when you place those energetics on the quantum level on a traveling sound wave, you are literally making them active. You're giving them wings yeah. to travel further, more deeply in a very subtle but very powerful way. That's super cool. Um, those so, are the girls. <laughs> <laughs> those are the girls. We have some listeners that uh, part of the Energy is Love podcast is we spread awareness and open up people's minds. And the idea being that we bring people to probably a lot of things that the, all three of us take for granted in a sense that we're very comfortable in discussing. And like, I know exactly what you're talking about when you're explaining everything. I have a crystal bowl myself. I, do you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. But give people even though they, they can go online and obviously Google and find out, but give people a general sense of, I mean, it's not your typical bowl you're going to find in your kitchen. It's not a bowl that you're going to use to whip up pancakes in the morning. And so do the best that you can to kind of describe, because they are they all made out of quartz or? They're all mostly made out of clear quartz crystal. Um, and then each of the individual bowls has, has different crystalline mm -hmm. structures added to the physical body of the bowl. 
Um, you know, in order to see what I'm talking about, you <laughs> might want to visit onlinesoundhealing.com and just peruse some of those pictures because they really are lovely. Um, and we are going to be having bowls, individual bowls, what I call my foster family, <laughs> that are looking to go out into service with the right individual. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And then Paradiso, right? Yes. Tell me what it is that you play. Well, I play the basically a stick <laughs> called a didgeridoo. It's the oldest wind instrument on the planet. Mm -hmm. Been around for 40,000 years. Aborigines have used them for dream time. I got introduced to the didgeridoo 20 years ago. I was at a whole life expo in San Francisco. And the first time I heard that instrument, it just it changed my life. Mm -hmm. um, I had a little, a little short you know, session. And you could say I have a lot of didgeridoos um, for 20 years playing. I mean, you've been all, playing them for 20 years? 20 years and collected a, a lot of yeah. them. I mean, but there's, we got so many special didgeridoos. Um, the ones on the road, though, are very special. The ones that um, you guys take out with you. Yeah. Tell me I, about them. Okay. The, I do have the traditional um, Australian. Uh, didgeridoo as made out of eucalyptus, mm -hmm. boarded out by termite. And then I also use agave, which is incredible, very lightweight. And I have a, two special ones. The newest one's called the Bodhisattva didgeridoo. It's about eight and a half feet long, and he is solo. I mean, the the... Um, it's like bringing Mother Earth is talking and bringing the energy up into the person's body. It's mind blowing, yeah. and it's uh, the artwork is awesome. Um, it represents um, doing the work until all beings are free. So he, I think he needs to stick around for quite some time. <laughs> you could hold on to him for a while. Um, another really powerful didgeridoo is called the Ezra and think of a didgeridoo that is agave and shape as a, a snake it's about six feet long um, with seven diamonds represent the chakra system uh, it, it's mind-blowing it's re really is you got it really check check on our website and you'll see some pictures of that um, during the time we met the alchemy singing bowls though um, the owner of the company uh, said, I have something for you, Paradiso. It's been <laughs> locked up in the closet for many years, and no one's been able to play it. He's been saving it for you. It's well, been he's a, it's been you. waiting. It's been waiting. There you go. And so he's have a feeling that he'll be able to play it. And so he opens the, you know, the door, and he goes, oh, by the way, if you're able to play it, you can buy it. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I had no idea what it was. And he says, this is the world's largest 100% quartz crystal didgeridoo on the planet. Wow. So when I played him, it completely shifted my way of playing the didgeridoo. Really? Yeah. So it, it works on what, what I can, um, what I notice that when I play a crystal didgeridoo, it takes you out in the higher realms, mm -hmm. you know, and the angelic vibration and sound. To Absolutely. It. So um, those are the main three didgeridoos that are just 
mind blowing. Yeah. And and Sage actually, uh, people say when Sage plays, they feel like they're um, actually floating. Really. I mean, really. Levitating. Levitating, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. How long have you guys been together? How long have you guys been a couple? Since 2008. 2008. Yeah. And then individually, like you said, you've been playing the didgeridoo for the past 20 years. What about you when it came to like sound healing and playing bowls and things like that? How long have you been doing that? Well, I was a crystal communicator and crystal healer Mm -hmm. before I was immersed in sound. Um, I was actually also an events coordinator at East West Bookstore, which is one of the country's largest and most loved metaphysical bookstores. Where is it located? It's in Mountain View, California. Mm-hmm. Um, a beautiful space, um, really there to embrace people whichever faith path they are on and serve them in furthering their progress on the path. Um, so shout out to East West. Um, and while I was there, I had the chance to connect with a lot of crystalline energy. Um, I met one very special crystal that really opened my heart center and made it so that I could hear what our crystalline brothers and sisters, because we're all children of divine mother and father, mm-hmm. um, had to say. And so I spent a fair amount of time following crystal instructions and placing them on human bodies so that we could move the energy differently in a way that was more, created a more harmonious experience for the people that that were receiving the energy. Um, But I was also being the events coordinator and hosting about 100 events per quarter for the three years that I was there. Yeah, it was a beautiful experience. I had the opportunity to meet some really amazing souls, including Swami Kriyananda and Michael Bernard Beckwith, and um, I mean, just beautiful beings of infinite light. But it is true that the one night that changed everything forever was when I hosted Paradiso, because when I walked into the room, where he and two other beloveds were making their offering of sacred sound. It was the most, the greatest quality and quantity of energy that I had ever experienced. It reminded me of a meditation that I had in which I was literally invited to disperse the veils of illusion of material reality um, to behold the true face of infinite divine, um, which was an amazing opportunity, of course, not in the way that many people might think, but in that um, I got to notice that I was far more attached to material reality than I had thought. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard, huh? (laughs) Sometimes you think you're doing great and then you realize. And then you get this opportunity to notice where you really are, and that's valuable. Um, because yes, in that moment, instead of blowing through the veils of illusion, I held my breath until the experience went away. But when I walked into the room that night, it was that same quality and quantity of energy that reminded me that sound can pierce the veils of illusion, that 
sound can transform our perception of reality, which in turn transforms our reality. Yeah. Paradiso, did you do anything prior to, like she talked about being involved in regards to like crystal healing and kind of the energy work, metaphysical side of things like that. Did you do anything before this in the same kind of field? Actually, I was. Um, I was a massage therapist, mm -hmm. um, Reiki master teacher, and hypnotherapist. And uh, I start using my didgeridoos on my massage clients. Yeah. And I noticed that I, only five minutes of playing around the body. I'll go in and start massaging. I noticed the knots were gone. Now, you know, a lot of massage therapists know their clients. They know exactly where they go. Mm -hmm. That knot's always there. <laughs> but I noticed they were disappearing right before. I, I felt guilty massaging them, Yeah, you know. And Cheating them out of the didgeridoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so uh, someone in L.A., a producer, says, what if we capture the didgeridoo on the recording in three-dimensional sound? Hmm. 7.1 surround sound. And I said, well, let's give it a try. And so we recorded it. I start selling these to my massage clients. And I noticed that the clients were calling me and saying, we don't need your services too often. <laughs> like, you know, some some of my clients were a weekly basis, and yeah, maybe a monthly. Uh -huh. And I go, this is going on a lot. I, I, so I've been... So I asked everyone, and they said, well, we're using your CD. And I go, oh. So I hid the CD for two years. <laughs> <laughs> and so the producer says, you know, I know what happened to all the sales. Yeah. And I said, I, I, I can't sell this anymore. I mean, it's, I'm, my clientele is go almost gone. And she goes, oh, it's your next level. Yeah. You're a sound stand. healer. I don't know what sound healer was back mm -hmm. then. So, yeah, so I finally had to let that go, and uh, that's how I really started. How you expanded yeah. into this place now. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. I think a lot of times there's so many, because from the sounds of it, I mean, I didn't know anything about you guys prior to sitting down, and that's one of the neat things for me on my side is I get to learn about all these awesome, cool people. But I think there's a lot of when I say misnomers or misunderstandings or stigma attached to people involved in the spirituality and energy work and, you know, people like you that are traveling the country performing all of these sessions and all of this sound healing and these different things, um, I'm, there's honestly, you know, blatantly just a stigma attached to all of these crazy people that believe in the fact that crystal bulls are going to do anything for you and all that kind of stuff. How do you guys not necessarily deal with that? Because a lot of times you just come up to the point where everybody's obviously, they can believe and think and do whatever it is that they're going to do. And we just send them on their merry way and that's fine. But personally within your own space, how have you guys managed that? Well, I am very sympathetic to that understanding mm -hmm. because um, quite frankly, before I met Paradiso and had the opportunity to experience what he had to offer, uh, or I should say, it would be better to say, experience the energy that comes through him. Yeah. Um, when I read the description of the event and I saw sound healing, even I, as holding space for one of the most esoteric spaces in the country, uh -huh 
thought, well, that is the most woo-woo nonsense <laughs> I have ever heard. And I was like, oh, well, to each their own, right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, the fact that we live in a time when the benefits are, of sound healing are more and more documented by traditional scientific community For sure. is a really valuable time to live in because we know that it's not just our own woo-woo people who can benefit from this. It is those people who are not yet aware of the spiritual path mm-hmm. that they are on. Um, it's, uh, it's really an interesting function of instruments that speak in harmonic overtones, um, which is the didgeridoo, bowls, and gongs are a subset of bowls, Mm -hmm. and then the harmonium are the three instruments that naturally speak in harmonic overtones. In other words, when you invite them to play, they're not just playing one key. They're playing a number of keys that connect in a harmonic fashion. And harmonic overtones have a really particular and special and beneficial effect on human brainwave activity. It quite literally brings us into a state that otherwise we only experience when we're asleep Mm -hmm. or when we're in deepest meditation which is theta brainwave activity. And, you know, of course, everyone gets to experience that state of consciousness when they're asleep every night, but it's much more valuable when you can have that experience when you're awake and aware. Yeah. Because it opens you up on all levels. It restores your physical being into a place where you are reset to the human capacity to heal, you are able to relax on the emotional level, which is a really valuable thing, and you enter into a space of creativity and intuition that most people are not able to enjoy on an ongoing basis. Um, You know, those who have devoted themselves to the practice of meditation where they can reach that spot on their own. Mm -hmm and stay there for at least an hour, and the great teachers say several hours a day. Um, Good on them. (laughs) Um, Most of us find that we're living in a world where we don't feel that dedicating that much time to the practice is possible. And so we're really grateful that we have a tool that can get you there and help you stay there for as long as you want to continue meditation. Um, For most people within two minutes and virtually everyone within 10. Do you guys find yourselves, um, because I can't, like I said, I'm sitting here trying to imagine what it's like to be up there performing and playing all of these instruments. I was going to ask you too, are you guys musicians like before this? I mean, were you guys... You know, you grow up playing the guitar not or anything like all. that? or <laughs> Not not at all. Well, I mean, when I was young, I did take piano lessons. Mm-hmm. And the structure of p- piano lessons kind of, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. i rather just play by feeling, yeah, um, by moment. And so my mother says, you have to take lessons or, or you're not going to play at all. So I stopped. <laughs> so I picked up the drums. 
and I, you know, start doing the same thing with, with the drums, learning notes. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I just couldn't do it. Um, and then I went on f- just being free, just picking up by, by feeling. It was in fifth grade. I went, it was in a talent show. Hmm. And I was um, playing my drums over, over some song, and my drumstick fell. But I had another one back in my pocket. Uh-huh. So I thought it was cool, you know? And the next day, a little girl came to me and she said, you're no good. You're no good playing, playing the drums. So I completely quit. And that was the end of my, my music career. career. Right yeah. And then how old were you when you found the didgeridoo? Um, I think I was 32. 32. Mm-hmm. See, it's so neat. I love to hear about people's journeys and their experiences and the way, because, you know, if we talk to you guys 20 years ago and tell you you're going to be doing this in 20 years, uh, I don't know what you're talking, what did didgeridoo first off? I don't know anything about crystal bowls. And I think it's just really amazing to see. I think it's also kind of inspiring when people step into that space of like trust and faith with the universe, with that higher power, and just going with what you feel like is your... I don't know if calling's the right word, but the direction that you're supposed to be moving in. So it's inspiring. I think it's very neat, and you guys are inspiring. Um, I was going to ask you, because we were talking about theta brain waves and the meditative state that you get into when you listen to you guys play and things like that. Do you find yourselves in that kind of state when you're up there playing? Like It almost seems to me like if you're up there doing that, how long typically are the sessions? Usually the offering lasts about two hours, Uh and... Um, over an hour of that is sacred sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, to us, the, the real value is not just the experience that you have during the offering, but because you are awake and aware, you have a conscious memory of it. And the more often you practice being there, the easier it is to hold that space. Yeah whatever else might be happening around you. You know, we had the opportunity to notice where we are. When we were living in Boulder, we had just started a two-month tour when we got a message from our landlord that says, well, in two months we will be moving back into our house from Florida (laughs) and we need you to find another place, which two months for most people is more than adequate time, but we weren't going to be home for two months. You'd be out traveling. We had one week in between the tour we had just launched and the tour after. Uh And so instead of resting and catching up on work in that week, we were packing up a three-bedroom house. Well, the icing on the cake there was that it started raining <laughs> while we were packing. And this was rain of an almost biblical proportions. <laughs> at, at, as, it, as it turned rain, out, rain. this was the great floods of Colorado. Really? That happened a few years back. Yeah, there were cities that were literally cut off from the rest of the world by uncrossable bodies of water. They had no electricity, no water. Nothing. And that's the time you guys decide to move. And that's when we had to move. (laughs) We had no choice. Um, You know, and it it is the kind of moment where you could find yourself feeling either overwhelmed or upset, Mm -hmm. discouraged. 
you know, there's there's a lot of ways in which that circumstance could be greeted. And we were very pleased to see that doing this five to eight times a week for 40 weeks out of the year had created a natural state for us to greet that circumstance with, well, it'll be interesting to see how the infinite divine works this out because yeah. we don't see how it can happen, but everything will be just fine. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's really what we are wanting to help those that we stand in service to to be able to experience as well. See, in the beginning you talked about and you mentioned um, a lot of times you guys help because any number of things can happen when people hear your guys' stuff, whether it's in an actual concert or you guys have a whole slew of CDs and things like that, but they remember. And I always think that, you know, everybody stems from the same source of energy, love. It doesn't, that's why it's the energy is love podcast. Cause for me, it's my personal belief that energy is just love. And that's the vibration and the frequency that the universe was not only created in, but that how everything just kind of functions and works. And when people realize, I think, and remember that, then they have the re-remembrance of all of this stuff from their life and the realization of that they've always been connected and, I mean, do you guys find that when you have people that come, maybe the person who's a complete skeptic and then sits down and just has this most mind-blowing experience? Oh, yeah. Um, we had a heckler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yes, um, you know, we come back to another state or area um, the following year, mm -hmm. and people just – every um, venue – there's people saying, this is what happened. Sharing you know? and stories we, with you. Yeah, just story after story after story, and we don't know. Uh -huh. We move on to the next city. And for us, you know, we have no idea what's happening. But for us, we, we are in the zone. We, we, when we play, there's times that we are gone. I mean, we're, we're just an open channel. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. I imagine probably have really crazy kind of out-of-body experiences where everything's probably, I mean, I'm guessing where it's kind of that foggy state of you can remember what happened, but you kind of don't remember what happened. And the fact is you're playing amazing and it's a wonderful concert and everything, but you don't have the greatest solidified memory of it, I imagine, it's right? It's a dream. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is a space where people um, become less attached to their perception mm -hmm. of reality um, and sometimes there are really clear memories and other times it's more of like an emotional body experience um, but to return to your question um, yes I, I believe that the divine is infinite and that the divine is love and so everything is either an expression of love or crying out for that love that we know in our innermost self, we and everything else is. Now, to hold on to that knowledge, um, when surrounded by divine frequencies that are very enthusiastically pretending to be something other than divine, uh -huh. is the real test yeah. of what we know. Because we know that for whatever reason, the one all that is 
chose to create a perception of separation, that that separation often brings with it an experience of suffering that can be um, expressed in any number of ways. But as we devote ourselves to whatever practice it is that brings us peace, that brings us bliss, that brings us service, then we are increasingly able to remember that the fundamental nature of reality is love and to greet those expressions of divine that are crying out for love with love instead of with what their smaller selves expect to receive. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Um, where were you guys before here? If I remember right, you guys had, is it the Shakti Festival? Is that where you guys were last or a month ago? That was over a month ago, the Shakti Fest. Mm -hmm. uh, Which means we've been probably 20 other places since. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you guys typically stay somewhere? Do you roll into town and perform and then roll out the next day? or? Sometimes we do roll out the same day. Uh -huh. um, we also do workshops. So Tell me about places. that. That's my well, that is where, um, you know, whereas the sound sessions are there to uh, allow people to receive a frequency, mm -hmm. the workshops are here to help people learn how or remember how to create the frequency for themselves. Because since sound is that which created all that is and can transform all that is, if we as divine beings are consciously utilizing that tool, we become able to consciously create our reality and the reality of those around us on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. Mm -hmm. Every moment is an opportunity for rebirth, for recreation. And the more that we are aware of that opportunity, the more that we are conscious in using our capacity to create sound, um, most directly our words, um, the better we get at creating a reality for ourselves and those around us that feels as divine as it is. Yeah, most in balance with what you're supposed to be doing mm. or what we're all supposed to be doing, I mm. suppose. Mm. So we are you know, trying to help as many people to be sound healers, kind of mm -hmm. put us out of the business, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the idea. your CD back in the day when you were the massage therapist. It, absolutely. <laughs> so the idea is, you know, every state, you know, in the United States will have several sound healers. Uh -huh. and, um, that's what we are trying to accomplish. When Chad came to us the first time and said that we inspired him to be doing the work that he's doing here in Salt Lake City, nothing makes us happier. Absolutely. Nothing makes us happier because we won't be in these bodies forever and we won't be able to keep touring the way that we have forever. We want to give as many tools to as many great souls as possible so that they can be creating the frequency for themselves in whatever way they're ready for. Yeah, you guys might be hearing Chad. Uh, it's Chad Davis in the background doing a sound check right now. So if you hear that, that's the sound in the background. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think that's really a beautiful thing. A lot of times I meet people in the field of energy work and healing and things like that that come at it from 
you know, nobody's here to judge one another or anything like that, but they definitely come at it from a shitty perspective, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's just the reality of it. And they come at it from a place of ego a lot of times. And, and it's not me looking down or judging or putting myself up on some pedestal or anything like that. It's just the realization. You can tell when somebody's coming from truth and you guys really sound like you're coming from truth because the reality is I think that anytime, and it's kind of regardless of what you're doing, it doesn't have to be in the realm of spirituality and energy and all this woo woo stuff, but when you're there to serve somebody else and help somebody else and really just hold space for somebody else, that's the really good stuff. That's the pure stuff. And that, I mean, I liked how you said that, you know, the goal is to kind of turn the nation into a bunch of sound healers so you guys can retire and relax. You don't have to go on tour anymore. That's really, really cool. <laughs> right. Um, you guys drive around like in an RV, isn't it? Or <laughs> Yes, we do. Like what I, is, it's a sp sprinter um, RV called the Pleasure Way uh -huh. with our two parrots. <laughs> you travel with parents. Absolutely. And then we have the trailer behind us. Hauling for, all, we're hauling all all the instruments and the availables. Mm -hmm. you know. um, what are some of the things that you guys like the most about being on the road and some of the things that just kind of suck? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all divine, isn't it? It is I, in a sense, <laughs> but there's stuff that sucks. Uh -huh. I mean, let's be honest. There's times. If, if it's not bliss, then it's an excellent opportunity for practice. <laughs> Uh, and and it is true that we get lots of opportunities to practice, to practice on the road. Yeah. Um, you know, we are so grateful for our new vehicle because the vehicle before this one had um, a tendency to be breaking down um, more and more significantly and more and more regularly uh -huh. in the last year that we had. And, you know, that presented the greatest opportunity for practice to us because to cancel one of our events hurts. Yeah. It uh, we've only had to do it a few times over the course of the last 7 years that we've been touring full time. Mm -hmm. Um uh, and it has hurt when when it there was nothing else to do but cancel. Of course, there's nothing else to do, but but that feeling that we might not be able to serve a community that is expecting to receive something. Um, that that was the hardest, and so we're so grateful to have the new vehicle and not have that concern anymore. And uh, all the other tours before this year, we were basically our own roadies. Uh -huh. And luckily now we have the venues are helping you know carry all of, all the equipment in. And the times that I'm a tourist, so sometimes I rush bring all the equipment back into the you know, trailer and move on to the next night. Uh -huh. And, you know, every now and then we will get hurt. I mean, I, I knocked myself out one time. Right? <laughs> cold. Uh, cold. I knocked out cold. Ross Mai, you know, almost broke her ankle. Uh, and, we, and we had to, um, you know, cancel the shows. And yeah. that, yes, that does suck. Yeah. It really does. But, you know, it, there is far more blessing than practice Absolutely. in this work. I I, we get to travel all around the country. I mean, literally hundreds of communities around the country that are receiving us in such an open-hearted way that's so beautiful. And we get to bathe in sacred sound mm -hmm. that often, you know, five to eight times a week. And we get to hear about how people's lives have been transformed from what they received. And honestly, as hard as we are working to put ourselves out of business, 
I can't see anything being more rewarding than this. Yeah. And we have families all over. I mean, each community is a family for us. So mm-hmm. when we come back to that venue, it's just, you know, see him again. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's incredible the love, the love that comes through the communities. Yeah. Um, I find this a lot of times in my own space and with my own stuff where it's like you go to something or so you have an experience, right? Or you have something you're like, for example, I just recently went on vacation and you have a you have a plan, you have a, a an itinerary, you have something, you know, set up in place like this because you guys obviously have your tour date, you have your schedule set up, you have everything kind of planned out because you have to because there's that kind of aspect of it where you have to run it that way. But have you found, and I'm sure you have, this is a silly question, but the amazing things that happen along the way, the the synchronicities that kind of line up where, you know, had we not gotten that flat tire or had we not had this experience and we would have missed out on meeting the most beautiful person or something like that. Like, do you guys have that happen? I'm guessing all the time. Oh yeah. I mean, it just at the Shakti Fest, mm-hmm. uh, we were in the sand and, uh, we got stuck. Imagine an <laughs> RV and trailer got stuck and we couldn't even open the trailer door to get our instruments out, and we were supposed to be on the main stage in two hours. I'm so okay. It was another moment where we said, well, it'll be interesting to see how Infinite <laughs> Divine figures this one out because we can't yeah. in our smaller selves. And so we met two incredible uh, souls that we're gonna be doing a, a great project together with uh, because of that. And they, they were helping us. As we were sitting there going, well, it is our the start of our load-in time, and if something doesn't happen soon, we won't be able to make our <laughs> offering here. And who comes driving by but this great soul saying, do you think you all could use a tractor? Because I've got one. Nice. <laughs> like, ta-da, ding, 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 there it is. See, that's the awesome stuff. That's the really cool stuff. That's like, for me, when that kind of stuff happens, you just get to sit back and kind of smile and chuckle and be like, oh, you know. And that's, I think that stuff happens to people, even regular everyday people. Not that you guys aren't regular everyday people, but I'm meaning like people who aren't enlightened or awake or it doesn't matter what you call it, right? People who aren't embracing the bigger, grander things in life. I think those things still happen to them all the time. They're just unaware. But when you can actually sit back and be aware of it, then it's just like the icing on the cake. It's cool stuff. Absolutely. Um, we've got a little bit more time left because uh, you guys do have to perform tonight. Um, tell me, first off, you threw out your website earlier. What, tell me what it is again. OnlineSoundHealing.com. Okay. And obviously they can find all your guys' information there, not just where you're going to be and your tour dates, but um, the CDs and different things like that, right? right? And we now have thumb drives. You're selling thumb drives with all this stuff on it? For all those great souls who either don't want to burden Mother Earth with all that packing material, uh-huh. packaging material, and those who no longer own a machine that you can put a CD in yeah. and have sound come out. Yes, <laughs> we're really excited about the thumb drives because you can also receive all of the sound healing music on Spotify, on Pandora, on iTunes, like 
you know, portable ohm is everywhere. Mm-hmm. But we also try to uh, make sure that people are as educated as possible that those delivery methods don't deliver the full sound wave, mm. which is fine for most kinds of music because your ear can't hear the difference unless you have really spectacular hearing. Yeah. But when um, when things are being downloaded, um, small portions of the sound file are taken out to make that a faster, easier process. Mm-hmm. And your brainwave activity doesn't go into theta brainwave as fully if the full sound wave is not present. So... Um, whether it's the work that comes through us or other sound healers, it is actually very important to make sure that you're receiving the full sound wave to receive the full benefit. That entire spectrum of sound. Yes. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's really interesting. What else do you guys have in the works? Like besides how, where do you guys see yourself in two years, five years? How are we going to expand? I know we just always leave it open to the universe to guide us and go wherever we're going to go. But what are some of the things that you guys kind of think about in regards to the direction that you want to go with all of this? Well, um, like I was saying about the Shakti Fest, we met some two great souls, and they um, are uh, DJs, mm-hmm. and they want to do a, a project with us with dance music and with us bringing the sacred sound underneath that. Nice. And so the idea a person can be dancing or meditating, it doesn't matter. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and so we're very excited to um, bring this in a, a different um, genre. Yeah. That's cool because then you reach those other people, that other kind of expansion and spreading that into that other realm and stuff. That's cool. Absolutely. And we are also very much looking forward um, to performing at Rootwire for the second time, which is one of the country's leading transformational festivals. Um, And that is what our mini Midwestern tour has been built around, is that opportunity to serve the Rootwire um, community in, is it late July or early August? I should have brought a card in with me. But it's on our website. Um, we also will be doing um, Leaf. That is also on our website. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many, it's hard to remember. Along I'm with sure. Resonate. Resonate. Uh-huh. And it looks like um, we might be opening for Shakti Fest West this year as well, as well as... Um, Bhakti Fest. I'm sorry. Yes, that is correct. Bhakti Fest, as well as offering a workshop um, there and at Rootwire. How have you guys seen it expand since you started? Like I'm sure you probably started out. You we, know. Yeah, we we started out in a uh, two-bedroom um, condo, mm-hmm. and we would uh, take all the furniture out of the house and can fit, what, 27 people? 27 people into our living room with no furniture in it. <laughs> <laughs> Cram everyone in there, and, you know, we did it uh, twice a, a month. And we had a, quite a bit of waiting list. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's how we kind of started. We also had our first tour with Paradiso's truck that had a hard shell on the back. <laughs> so that we were, and we didn't have any money for hotel rooms. That was just entirely out of the question. So we had all of the sound equipment and instruments in the back 
And then one of us would be driving while the other had their shins on the passenger floor so that we could fold our arms and put our heads down on the passenger seat and nap while the other person was driving. I mean, how things have expanded from there is beautiful and miraculous and I hope inspiring to others who might be listening, who feel that they should be taking a leap of faith but have not yet worked up the courage to do so. Because it is important for us to cultivate our wisdom and know when we are receiving guidance from our higher self as opposed to our lower self. But once we have run some experiments so that we can tell the difference in the tone of voice between the two, it is vitally important in these times that we follow guidance from the higher self because Paradiso and I are in no way special. We are human beings who have remembered our divine essence. That is something that everyone can do. And when we have remembered, we have an opportunity to serve others in their remembrance. And when you know how it is that you are supposed to serve, Anything else that you do will not create peace. It will not create bliss because the divine will be sending you signs and signals to show you that it's time to shift course. Yeah. And the only thing to do really is to follow that guidance because you will not only have the bliss of doing what it is that you're meant to do, whatever that is, you will also have the bliss of seeing that awakening happen in other divine reflections of yourself. And truly, that is the greatest blessing that there is. The time is now. The time is now. Take that leap. Go do that thing. That's really, really beautiful. Well, thank you so much, you two. I really, really appreciate you taking the time. I know that you guys have a busy schedule and you got into town today. Did you get into town today or was it yesterday? We've been running around Round town, town. <laughs> doing <Yeah>. different things. <laughs> yeah. And well, thank you for yeah, your thank time you. thank and you. the opportunity yeah. to connect with you and those who are listening. Yeah. Well, everybody go out and find their stuff. Go out and uh, buy those CDs. Get those thumb drives. Even you guys have stuff on YouTube too, right, that people we can sure go and do. watch. Yes. And, I mean, go check out all their stuff because it's really amazing and it's beautiful. If you've never even heard about sound healing or what a crystal bowl is or a didgeridoo, now's the wonderful time to go out and learn and expand your mind and listen to it. Everybody go out and have a beautiful, wonderful day. Thank you very much. Love and blessings. Inner peace. (laughs) Namaste.
doing the work until all beings are free.